Welcome back to the Traverse Theatre's Open Submissions Workshop podcast, where we give you the tools to take you from idea to draft. For this episode, the final in our series, our co-artistic director Gareth Nichols walks you through the process of pitching your play to theatres, from research right through to building an ongoing relationship with a company. If you've enjoyed the series, we'd really love to hear from you. You can tweet us at Traverse Theatre or email us info at traverse.co.uk. Of course, this isn't really the end. Keep an eye on our website for upcoming ways to get involved. At the moment, you can enjoy works presented as part of our first Digital Traverse Festival. And next week, our open submissions window begins. For now, here's Gareth Nichols with his workshop, Pitching Your Play to Theatres. If you're enjoying the series so far, we'd love to hear from you. You can tweet us at Traverse Theatre or email us info at traverse.co.uk. Hello, I'm Gareth Nichols. I'm the co-artistic director of the Traverse Theatre. Welcome to this online open submission workshop. I hope you're all doing very well. Um, my colleagues at the Traverse have asked me to do a workshop on pitching. How do you pitch to a theatre? How do you make contact with them? What do you talk about? What happens after you manage to get a meeting? And if I'm honest, that makes me slightly nervous because it's not an exact science. Every artistic director or producer or literary manager will look and want to hear different things when talking to an artist about their work or their ideas. So what I am going to do is try and concentrate on some handy tips and hints that I picked up along the way, both as a freelance director, but also latterly as an artistic director. I'm going to try and answer as honestly and directly as possible some of the questions I've been asked along the way about how a writer goes about talking to a theatre, from that first email that you might send to the first meeting you might have and to what happens next. But more so, I suppose I'm hoping to demystify the whole process because I appreciate it can be a pretty daunting idea reaching out to a theatre, particularly if you've got no connections with the industry and you come into it fresh. So I'm hoping this will dispel some of the myths that go along and just make it a whole lot easier to reach out and get in touch because we want to talk to you. We want to hear your ideas. We want to learn about who you are and what your writing is. So let's begin. As a writer, pitching your ideas and yourself is a key skill to learn. The ability to discuss your ideas, articulate your thoughts and get people excited about you and your work is absolutely vital to having a long, sustainable career. That said, there are some people who are far more natural at it than others. I, for one, particularly during the early stages of my career, was pretty useless at it. At every meeting, I'd have that little person on my shoulder saying, what are you doing? Your ideas are rubbish. Get a proper job. It was horrendous. I'd come out of meetings sweating. It was completely foreign to me. But what I've learned along the way is that everybody feels like that. Imposter syndrome runs rife. Some people might look like they're very good at talking about their ideas and like they're enjoying it, but they're lying. They're probably just really good actors. At first, everybody hates it, but I promise it does get easier the more you do it. You'll get better and better at it. You'll grow in confidence over time. It's a constant process. I'm still learning. If I'm honest, I still don't really talk like talking about myself, but it's part of the job and it does get easier. I'd say there was three things I learned that made me feel much more relaxed about having a chat with someone about my ideas. One, it's that 
everyone who you're talking to, whether that's an artistic director or a producer or a literary manager, they're really rooting for you. They want to talk to you. They want to discuss your ideas. They want to chat about art because they're passionate in the same way that you're passionate about it. Two is that it's a conversation. It's not an interview or a presentation. Sure, there are definitely some key things that it's really useful to know when talking to an artist, and I'll discuss those a little bit later on. But ultimately, this is a conversation. And three, they know process. They understand that your ideas might be at an early stage. They'll understand whether this is the beginning of a tiny seed of an idea or something much more further along, second, third, fourth draft. And they'll understand that things can be vague. It's absolutely okay to say, I don't know yet. Once I kind of recognize those three things, I start to feel a whole lot better about talking to people. And I started to actually enjoy it. So where to start? You've got an interesting idea. You've got an interesting story. You've got a question that goes round and round and round in your head and you think there might be something in it. Well, you need to find a home for your work. And that often starts with research. Find the companies, the buildings, the people who are going to inspire you who are going to nurture your voice as a writer, who are going to develop your play in the way that you want it developed. Think about the marketplace. Which audiences are going to respond to your work and where do they go? Who's going to program your work? By doing the research now, you'll save yourself a whole lot of time and a whole lot of pain much further down the line. There's no point pitching a classic to a theatre that only does new work. There's no point pitching a 25-hander to a building that can only afford to do four or five-handers. So it's vital that you know the lay of the theatrical land before reaching out to people. It's a two-way thing. It's relationship. So I cannot emphasise enough how important it is to find buildings and people that feel right to you and you feel right to them. It's really, really vital in having a successful artistic relationship. And once you do find those people, then you can start reaching out with real confidence. There are loads of different routes to reaching out and making contact with theatres, and everything is slightly different. But if you look on the website, most places will be able to point you in the right direction. At the Traverse, for instance, we run an open submissions window and these workshops are all part of that, where writers can send in unsolicited plays so they can be read by our team of readers. And from that, we'll have meetings, we'll meet different people that we've never met before, we'll pick some up for development, and we'll see where that leads. Now, there's loads of theatres in the UK running initiatives like that, so it's really worth doing your research and finding out who's doing what out there. Sometimes they run as awards, so they've got specific outcomes attached. And other times they're mechanisms to meet new people and find voices rather than find plays to produce. Although sometimes that also happens. Often at theatres, you'll see a general writing email. So at the Trav, we've got writing at traverse.co.uk. Now, these are really useful email addresses where you can ask questions that you don't know. If you don't know who to reach out to, who you should be speaking to, Find these general emails and write to them. Because if you've got an idea to pitch, you want to find the right person to talk to. Often that's an artistic director, and it could also be a literary manager. It could be a producer. There's a whole number of different people who you want to speak to. And it's different at every theatre. So just 
ask the question and someone will get back to you. So find the literary manager or the artistic director or the creative producer, and now you're ready to write that first introductory email. So what does a good introductory email look like? Well, number one, keep it brief. We get upwards of 50 emails a day, probably a whole lot more. So brevity is really appreciated. I want to know who you are, what you'd like from the meeting, what's the idea and why us. Who you are. Just give us a few sentences about your experiences, about who you are, about your styles, about your passions. Just tell us a little bit about yourself for context. What you'd like from the meeting. I want 30 minutes of your time to introduce myself as a new writer. I've just moved into the local area. Or I've got this brilliant idea and I'd love to pick your brains about it. Whatever it is, I think you can afford to be politely direct. It really helps us and it'll also help you get what you want from the meeting. The idea. Give us a very brief synopsis of what the idea is you want to pitch. Now, this is your elevator pitch. You don't have to go into detail, but what you do need to do is hook us in. Make us feel excited. Show us your passion because that's the best way to get us interested. But again, keep it brief. And why us? Now, this isn't about lavishing us with praise. Um, it's about making sense of why you've written to us, why your work or your idea or you suit that building. That context will really help us make sense of the relationship that we're starting to build. And that's what this is. Often these meetings are the start of a relationship that take months and years to build. So making sense of that from the off is really, really important. Now, a few tips. Try and send that email when the contact you're writing to isn't busy. If it's a director, just make sure they're not in rehearsals. We do obviously attend to our emails in rehearsals, but sometimes things can fall between the cracks. If you do a quick scan of the website, you should be able to figure out when a director is in rehearsals and when they're not and they're in planning and meeting mode. Two emails on the 24th of December are never a good idea. Um, don't be shy. If you don't get, if we don't get back to you after three or four weeks, give us a nudge. I really appreciate those nudges. I think you can afford to nudge two, three times. Hopefully, after that, you'll get your meeting. So in the industry, a general meeting is often referred to as a coffee. You don't actually have to drink coffee. In fact, there might not be any coffee there at all. But a general meeting is a chance for us to sit down for 30 minutes to chat about you and your work and your ideas in a more informal setting. It's also a brilliant opportunity to find out a bit more about the theatre, to find out about initiatives or programmes or programming policies so that you can start to understand if this is the right home for you and your work. So what to expect? You'll set a time for a general meeting via email usually. And usually you would meet at the theatre, although I think nowadays using Zoom or FaceTime will more and more become the norm. It's more environmentally friendly, it cuts down on travel costs and travel times, and I think it makes theatres a whole lot more accessible, so I'm really in favour of it. If you're running late, um, don't worry about it, uh, it happens. Just send an email in advance to give us a heads up, it's absolutely fine. Um, I'd like to think that the person you're meeting at the theatre 
they'll lead things. It's their job to make you feel comfortable, to make you feel welcome. Um, they'll probably ask you questions like, what are your passions? What are your ambitions? Tell me about yourself. How can we help you? So be prepared to answer those questions. But again, remember, it's it's a conversation and these are just prompts to make things go a bit easier. Um, if you want to take the lead, then absolutely you should do that. This is your meeting. This is your time. And you need to know what you need to get out of it. I often, when I was freelance, like to make a little agenda about what I'm going to go through. Um, it looks something like this. Um, introductions about myself, about my experience, about my relevant experience. That's really key. Tailor your chat to the theatre or the person you're meeting. About them, I, I definitely take this opportunity to ask about programming policies, about initiatives and groups. I think that's a really important thing to do. And then I'd um, talk about my idea. Um, which leads me on to talking about the pitch itself. Whenever I've done Q&As or workshops, one of the most common questions I get asked is, what do you look for in a pitch? What information do you need? And we've already had the, um, the elevator pitch during your introductory email. So now, during a general meeting, it's the time to expand on those things. So there are a few practical things, practical pieces of information that I found really helpful in us understanding the work, understanding where the work could sit and if we want to develop it. One is how many characters or actors is it for? That's really key. I'm afraid to say sometimes my head goes towards budgets. And if someone comes in with a piece that's for 20 actors, I'll listen, I'll be inspired. I might try and do it, but if we can't afford that, I'd be more inclined to point you in the direction of a theatre who can. Genre. Is it a black comedy? Is it a farce? Is it a musical drama? A thriller? I, I recognise that sometimes you don't know at the beginning of a process or sometimes it's, um, it's a whole mix of genres and that's dead exciting. But being able to talk about the work in that way just helps us get more of a sense for it. And that's key. Form. Is your piece a one-person, direct-addressed storytelling piece? Is it a piece that's all to be told via virtual reality headsets? Is it a piece of naturalism complete with fourth wall? Information like that really helps us gain a sense of what it is. And what's the story? What's the plot? Now, we don't need to go into great detail, but knowing all the story beats, knowing all the headlines makes us understand how vital this story is. Now, sometimes you might not know all the information and that is absolutely fine. It depends how long in the development you are of this piece. But there is some information that is really important to know. One, what does it explore? Thematically, what are the questions that you're trying to grapple with? And that's different to story. And two, why now? Why is this piece of theatre urgent? Why does this story need to be told? Why do audiences need to hear this? And that's who we're doing it for, audiences. So placing them at the centre of our pitch and having an awareness of them also feels really important. If you've got an instinct for those and a passion behind them, that's the best place to start. So you've thought about which theatres you want to approach to work with on your piece. You've done some research, you've found a contact and you've reached out to them. 
you've got that general meeting, you've drank coffee, you've talked about yourself, about your work, about ideas, about their theatre. Everything's gone brilliantly. You've walked away or you've ended that meeting on Zoom. It's all good. But what next? Well, the first thing I'd say is be patient. I know that's hard sometimes, but theatres often program between one year and two years in advance. So figuring out what work makes it onto the stage, what work to commission, what work to develop, takes time. It's like a giant jigsaw puzzle. And we're often waiting for numerous things to fall into place before we can move forward and make a decision. Theatres also only have a certain amount of money, so we might need to wait for new funding streams to come through or the end of the financial year and that all takes time and I suppose the other thing to remember is that while we do commission or choose to develop work from a first meeting now and again often it's about getting to know you and your work and your voice and it's the start of a relationship so with that in mind I think after a meeting there's a number of things you can do to build on that number one is come and see the work at the theatre Come to Q&As, come to seminars, come see shows. Now it's a, a lot of work's online, so tune into that work. Get to know what we make and what our audiences respond to. When you do come along, when we're finally back in those theatres, say hi to us. There's nothing I and my colleagues like more than happening across an artist that we've met a few weeks before and catching up for 10 minutes, seeing what they're up to. That feels really important to start to build that long-term relationship. And if you've mentioned some of your previous work and we've said we'd love to read that, send it to us and remind us that we said we promise we would read it. We will read it. It might take a month or two. We have really big reading lists but we do work through them and we do get to know them and lastly invite us to any readings you have any shows you have on any developments you have um, it's as much about us putting in the effort to get to know you as a writer as you putting in the effort to get to know us lastly if we didn't indicate in the meeting if we'd like to take on that idea then ask us directly would you like to commission this? Do you think there's any space to develop this at your theatre? We'll always try and be honest. Sometimes it'll be, yep, we thought about it, we love it, here's a plan, what do you think? Other times it might be that we really like that idea, but that recently we've had a show on that thematically treads the same water. So while this idea isn't right, please keep in touch. The next one might be right. Um, and sometimes, in that case, we'll offer to send the play on to other theatres. We'll try and broker a relationship between you and other theatres just to kind of help you on your way and see that really good piece of work that doesn't quite fit us find a home elsewhere. We might ask you to stay in touch or to get back in touch at a certain point or to point you in the direction of an initiative. And when we do that, I just say... <sighs> Take those opportunities. I know from a freelancer, sometimes I'd have general meetings. I wouldn't get a job or I wouldn't get an idea off the ground from them. But a few months later, I might get a little email saying, would you like to come along and see this? And from that, it would lead to something else and something else and something else. So I just encourage you as much as possible to grab those opportunities with both hands because you never know where they're going to lead. So we'll end that there. Um, 
I hope that's been useful in some way. I've kept it quite practical and I hope that's of use. Um, I hope it's started to demystify some of the ways that writers and directors and artists of all types can reach out to theatres and make that first contact. Um, I know that's particularly daunting when you're new to the industry. Um, so I hope that's gone some way of um, demystifying ways that you can do that. Um, and again, uh, this isn't gospel. Uh, every theatre has different preferences and there's a myriad of different routes to access theatres. And this is just one that I've gone through. Um, but I think the main thing I hope this workshop does is giving you the confidence to get out there and start talking to people. Um, I know from painful experience that it's often hard to promote yourself as an artist. That often sticks in that throat, that idea of self-promotion, that ability to go, no, I'm good and I deserve to be here. But honestly, I promise the more you do it, the easier it gets, the better you get at it. And everyone understand, everyone's in the same boat and we're all rooting for you and want to chat about your work as openly and as honestly and as generously as we can. So yeah, I'd really encourage you just to get out there and start to talk. Um, it's a funny time, isn't it? Uh, we've come out of lockdown now, things are starting to get back to normal, but the future still looks uncertain. Um, it might feel like a funny time to do a workshop on pitching because theatres are open at the moment. Um, but I want to say that they are open. We're working behind the scenes. Um, we might be working with smaller teams. Um, we might be working at a slower pace, but we are working and we are looking to the future because sometime in the not too distant future, We'll be opening our doors again and audiences are going to come back and we're going to have that brilliant communal theatre experience once more. Um, so I would really encourage you to reach out to theatres now. And again, be patient if they take a little while getting back to you, but they'll get back to you. Um, now's the time we need brilliant artists like you thinking and making work and reaching out and making connections. Um, so I hope this workshop has helped you do that in a small way. Okay. Stay safe. Hope you're all well. Bye-bye. You can watch or listen to all available Open Submissions workshops on our website. For more information and to support our talent development work, please see the Support Us page on our website. Every donation makes a huge difference.